Christmas, take them to church. My name is Matthew Kroll. And you've got to admit, I've played this stinking city like a harp from hell. My name is Shahir Dowd. And this is the only podcast about movies, specifically not a specific film, Ooh. just getting together for the holiday season to talk holiday films ever so briefly. We want to do an extra bonus episode for everybody. Just not not on one thing. I know last year we did um, Jingle All, all the Way. way. Uh, shout out to Randy Cordfield. What yeah. up, buddy? Uh, also, we did um, Die Hard the year before. This year, uh, we want to take a bit more of a, of a crowdsourcing uh, <laughs> approach to to what films we talked about Just this holiday it. season. We didn't watch a movie. <laughs> Just say it. We, well, no, we've we watched we've watched a lot of movies. We didn't watch a specific Christmas movie, which is why we was doing pushing this. real hard for Kurt Russell's The Christmas Chronicles. I know you were, it and didn't ha- I, I? It just didn't work out. Uh, I'm noticing a distinct lack of eggnog in this room. Oh, you, do you want to? <laughs> you know why? I'll tell you straight up, and that's a wonderful transitional moment. The update video for extra credits this this time for the end of the year update. I drink a half gallon of eggnog. In it. You can check that out at extra credits on YouTube. It's incredibly painful, and I never want to see eggnog again. I follow you on Twitter, so I'm aware. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Okay, so happy holidays, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on, uh, I don't know when we'll release this, probably right after we just did our Into the Spider-Verse one. Well, why not on Christmas Day? Uh, I think Christmas Eve. Give people, because otherwise, then people aren't going to want to hear about holiday movies after Christmas or after the the, the days. Although, uh, when does Hanukkah end, technically? I don't know, it's 12 days, right? Yeah, yeah. So, the and there's a couple of, so, okay, holiday season kind of does last until the new year. Right. You know, it's funny. I, I think I've explained this before as well. In New Zealand, um, uh, Christmas falls in summer. Yes. It's summer over there. So, and, and that's the end of the year for everyone. You know, not so people take longer breaks uh, and it's school holidays are, are yeah. around that period. So that's just, it's wonderful. I love it. Like you have summer barbecues for Christmas Day and that sort of thing. There's, uh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, the, again, sorry, mm-hmm. bringing it back to nerdy properties I love. Overwatch does holiday skins every year. Right. And Junkrat is from Australia. Oh. So all of his are like beachwear and like yeah. everyone, like this year they all got beverages like a, a hot toddy or like a hot cocoa or yeah. eggnog or whatever. But uh, Junkrat literally has a boba tea, like an iced boba yeah, tea, yeah, and it's like it's, it's hot. Yeah. And, and so uh, I love that whole period around Christmas there, and it is longer, and it's it's a uh, it's just much more relaxed. I yeah, because because here it feels like Christmas kind of gets crammed in after you've had a bunch of vacations already. This holiday season, I have felt more stress, I think, than any other one in my entire life, and I don't know if that's just from getting older or getting more responsibility. It's uh, because you haven't found my prison yet, is that right? Y- yeah, it's because that, you've been searching high and low. Just couldn't find for the perfect Shahir prison. Perfect gift. Uh, um, but yeah, so this we didn't watch a specific film. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This I is wanted, such a weird episode. Like, I wanted hey. to watch Christmas Chronicles. Uh, we couldn't find the time. I'm still going to watch it because Kurt Russell, I think, would make a badass Santa. Can I, you know what I can review though? Here's the deal. <laughs> I I can review the ad campaign for the Christmas Chronicles because when it first came out on Netflix, it's a Netflix Christmas movie. Kurt yep. Russell, Santa Claus. I should be on board already. I saw the trailer or whatever they play, like when it automatically plays when you boot it up and no one likes it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, this movie looks like trash. Yeah. And then about a week later, they started like actual ad campaigns on Twitter and on Instagram and a couple things that hit on websites that I go to. And it painted the movie in a completely different sort of fun light. Okay. And it got me wanting to see it, even though I know it's probably going to be bad. Right. Uh, and I, I, 
God, advertising is powerful. <laughs> like it, I know that's a, a yeah. stupid thing or an obvious yeah. thing to say, but we as human beings don't think we can be tricked because otherwise, oh, we're so we're we're manipulated every day. Yeah, to, to the, what I'm wearing, to the way we're talking, to the way we're thinking about yes. everything. It changes us in every single way. And so, so for my opinion on this film to be flipped as hard as it is. Is it's so terrifying. funny because you haven't even seen it. No, but like <laughs> I'm like I really want to. Right. Uh, to the point, uh, you know, I'm I'm I at this point because we're going home for the holidays. I might save it for something to watch with my parents. Right. Uh, my dad will hate it. My mom will love it, no matter how bad it is. Right. Um, yeah. So, so if you, and if you uh, at home have seen this movie, you can review it for us. Basically, do our job. Oh, for please us. do our job. Uh, uh, email us in at onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at onlymoviepod with only reviews for the Christmas Chronicle. That's right. If you want to write in straight up, if you want to record a minute long clip, yeah. Of of you reviewing the Christmas Chronicles, <laughs> I will play it. I will put it into whatever oh, episode. You'll do it. You'll I will do it, hard. I will do it so hard. So yeah. do that if you'd like. Uh, but in lieu of this, um, yeah. I, I threw a holiday soiree, mm -hmm. a white elephant party where you give crappy gifts you got at other white elephant parties oh, around be the world. White elephant, yeah. Because uh, I literally <laughs> have a porcelain white elephant in my apartment that I stacked all of the gifts around. Oh, man, I, I don't know if I'm down with this white elephant. All right, all right. Uh, the, it's the it's the non-denominational <laughs> celebration of giving crap no one wants. <laughs> I think that's appropriate for a white elephant. All right. So, uh, but in 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 typical fashion, we did this for our our New Year's episode about our favorite films of the year. I had I invited people uh, from the party to come in in groups yeah. and tell me about their most favorite holiday films. I love a Matt Kroll party, which is like, hey guys, let's produce some content while you're here. Content is king, <laughs> and I'm making it, or I'm having. Other people make it with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Shahir, I, we've talked about holiday films a little bit, and before we get into all of our friends' sort of uh, what they what they think the most pertinent holiday films are, I mean, what is what is yours? Uh, what, so I, I think I've told the story about how one Christmas holiday I decided to – I knew I would have free time and other people wouldn't be watching movies with me on the day. So I watched – I rented the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and watched it on Christmas Day. <laughs> Uh, which was fun. I, I it was like because there's a scene in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where it's a family dinner, yeah, at, with like the worst people on sure. <laughs> and I was like, this is this movie is so me right wow. now. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so I I I enjoyed that. I, I think in terms of Christmas movies, my go-to childhood Christmas movie would have to be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I mean, that's a that's a fucking great one. Yeah, uh, shit is full. I'm always there for that, and yeah. I'm always I'm there for for Clark Griswold losing his fucking mind. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I, I'm always quoting that in the weirdest uh, weirdest places. You do quote that quite a bit. Yeah, I know. I'm like the one I'm always I'm always saying. Uh, well, ain't that the titty hooth? Uh, <laughs> all the time for some reason. I just, I just always bring that up. Uh, what what about you? What's I mean, your... everyone knows mine. It's jingle all the way. Uh, jingle all the way. But if I if I uh, something I've had a, a inkling to go back and and watch before the Google ad came out was Home Alone. I'd like to go right. back and yeah. watch the original Home Alone again. Yeah. And I think I will do that as well because I think there's a bit of magic in that film uh, in itself. Um, how do you, did you see the Google? Thing? I did see Macaulay Culkin's looking good. How do you feel about it? Uh, it's an ad. <laughs> it's a, you know like it's it's an ad. Uh, I don't think it. Uh, you asked that in a way that suggests that I might uh, feel something more controversial about it. I don't know. Uh, it's it's um, 
it's so funny the things I randomly take umbrage with uh, yeah. that are that are blatantly cashing in on my childhood. But like sometimes I love that and sometimes I don't. And for this one, and, and I'm trying to figure out why that is, right. like why it's okay some places and not. And maybe it ties into my the stuff that I actually personally identify with as opposed to things that I just enjoy. Right. Um. And Home Alone, I was just like when I saw it, I was like, this is fun, but yeah. it's safe, and you're just doing it to. I mean, the, you know what got me the most out of it, honestly, yeah. was like they recreated that house like good. Like yeah, the set design in it is and, fucking and clutch. And also uh, all the camera angles for that are exactly the original yeah. movie. So it's, it's, there's definitely some artistry to it. I don't know. It was just something interesting. Okay. Uh, but let's jump right into it. Okay. Let's, uh, let's hear what other people have to so say about Christmas So first movie. things first, we are going to go to my friends. Let's see who's up. Babe Leo and Chelsea White. Okay. Um, Chelsea White of multiple podcasts. Um uh, who does um, uh, who did Cabernet and A, who did Ghosted Stories. She's on a show on Bravo uh, called Adulting, which you should all check out. Also, Babe and Leo are two of my co- comedian friends. They do a show in Queens every th- every third Thursday, I believe, at uh, QED called Nito Bedito. Okay. Uh, and they are hilarious people. And here are their favorite holiday films. Hello, everybody. Hello. Happy Hollandaz to all of you. Happy Hagendaz. Hagendaz, the best. So I've dragged you away from the party. Yes. Yeah, which uh, is fun. To discuss and screaming. your favorite holiday films. I feel this is giving me a lot of anxiety. I know. It's hard to make oh. a choice. I want to say the right thing. I've decided. Okay, okay, you got it? You can go first. Leo, please. I've decided lot. 100% it's Elf. What? Elf. 100% it's Why Elf? elf? I don't care about any other movie now <laughs> except for Elf. Okay. At like, all in your life, regardless of the season? <laughs> Elf is my life. <laughs> it, it's like my it's everything. It's, it's your identity. It's your Bible. There, there's there's so many just like points in this movie where Will Ferrell is the most Christmassy spaz of all time. Sure. Which is like the energy that I I feel like that's I, I okay, identify yeah. with. All right. Also, he's like kind of like an alien come from like another place. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, all of these are like actual feelings in my life. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. I just want to support your decision real fast, just because I feel like it's so <laughs> it's so it's so uh, original too. Yeah. I feel like that movie is very original. I just want to yeah. say that. Yeah. Uh, because my favorite that I that, that I first think of because I have so many favorites is Scrooged, and wow. I feel and I feel like um, because I love any retelling of of a Christmas Carol. Gotcha. Right. Okay. And, the, and there's so many retellings of that, and so I just want to say I, I do appreciate a Christmas movie that's very original and unique. But that being said, Scrooge is definitely comes first and foremost to my mind. I watched that movie when I was really young. Like, I was the youngest kid in my family. And so it's like, I didn't, you know, I watched movies I probably shouldn't have been watching. And that movie's actually pretty scary for kids. It's not the tamest film for children. I I tried, my sisters and I, because we grew up watching that. And we showed it to my nephews, and they got scared immediately. And um, my nephew was like, he was just like, what's happening? And he was like, does Scrooge have a friend? And we're like, okay, (laughs) let's just turn it off. He was just like, I think he missed the point. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, Chelsea. I really don't think I've seen it. All right. You got you gotta see it. But Everyone... I'm, my list of movies that like you haven't seen that are just like off the charts. Like I could win. An I'll award make you a list. But but your favorite holiday movie? I Chelsea thought that White. this was gonna be like very cliche and eye rolly, and maybe that's still the case. Um, but maybe it's also weird. Home Alone is the only movie that's I ever want to watch at the holidays. Solid. That's the, that's that's the only movie that I ever like go out of my way to be like I want to revisit this. And again, maybe to our earlier point of like 
I just felt like I had such a good experience it, uh, experience with it when I was little. I remember like seeing it in the theater with my grandma, which is the only time I ever remember like seeing huh. a movie in the theater with my grandma. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but yeah, that movie really feels holiday e to me. And I'll tell you what my favorite holiday movie isn't. Love Actually, that movie <laughs> fucking blows. <laughs> don't at me. So, some harsh words for Love Actually. Uh, wow, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, that <laughs> there's... There's a few mentions of that film throughout the interviews oh, that wow. I conducted. Oh, okay. I'm there for a, I'm a, I'm there for some love actually. Really? Right? Do you like you like love actually? I actually don't mind love actually. Oh, wow. I, I I just you actually don't mind. I actually love don't actually. love actually love actually actually love it. Um, but 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 the, so the choices were Elf, Scrooged, and Home Alone. Yes. Right? Uh, you know what? I don't think I've seen Elf. What? I don't think I've seen Elf. I, I feel like I've seen enough of it. To know what it is, but I, I, when I think about like, have I sat down to watch Alf? It's worth a watch. Hey man, without Alf, we wouldn't have Iron Man. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but but it's. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying that. Like why I would care about that. But, uh, but I'm just hey, saying, you know what? Without Alf, we wouldn't have Iron Man. Remember how we were talking about how you could be influenced by everything? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Um. Yeah. No. So. Uh. I'm. I, I'm. I mean. I. I just. I haven't checked it out. I guess. Um. But I'm very much there for Scrooge. So Scrooge is interesting. I've seen it once, and I've, I've seen, seen it a bunch of times. forever ago. Yeah. From what I remember, and please correct me if I'm wrong, some discussions I've had with other people about it, uh, it doesn't hold up in a sort of good sort of uh, 2018... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but if, for, if you take it for what it was... And it's also directed by Richard Donner, who is oh, like yeah. you know like the best Superman <laughs> director, the yep, best yep, uh, yep. Lethal Weapon director. Um, so I, I I and I think I love this period of uh, of Bill Murray. Yes, um, because it's interesting that this whole podcast kind of predicated on the on the Netflix Christmas special starring uh, Kurt Russell <laughs> last year. <laughs> was it last year or the year before? They did a Netflix a Netflix Christmas special with Bill Murray. Um, and it, which was a, it was an actual special, not a film. Like, yeah, it was yeah, like it was a musical, yeah, and yeah. it was directed by Sofia Coppola, wasn't it? Yes. Um, and I watched it, and I was, and I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't finish it. I no. couldn't finish it. No, I sort of watched like half an hour of it, and I was like, I'm done. I'm kind of done with this. And like, I was like, I, I, like, I like that Bill Murray has this sort of post Lost in Translation renaissance, where he has become uh, noted as a sort of. Uh, savant actor kind of thing, whereas, you know, pre, I think probably pre-Rushmore, he was kind of the zany SNL, you know, style character. Yeah. Act, you know, ca you know, Ghostbusters, uh, um, I'm trying to think what it was, uh, Caddyshack, that, you know, that sort of zany guy that you bring in. Um, and so he has this amazing, he's had this amazing renaissance, a couple of Oscar nominations, that sort of thing. But I, I like this period of, you know, the Scrooge period of Bill Murray. And the, the film, like... Was that before or after Groundhog Day? Uh, well before, okay. Well before, that's what I thought. Uh, I think Groundhog Day is the is the high point of this period yes. of Bill Murray. But the other movie I, I really like in this period of Bill Murrayness is Quick Change. Oh uh, wow, the heist movie, which I think he's just phenomenal and phenomenally sad in uh, playing a clown. Um, so, but regardless, I I enjoyed Scrooge. I just because I think I the main reason I enjoy it is Bill Murray. Uh, I just like this 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 era of Bill Murray, and 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 Bill Murray does seem like the right person to take the A Christmas Carol yeah. story and kind of turn it a bit on its head. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I I think all three of those choices, Elf, Scrooged, and of course Home Alone, which we discussed. Yeah. Uh, are are all solid. Um. But uh, yeah, Love Actually. I know Love Actually in recent years has been cuz i think love actually also kind of kicked off the the holiday 
theme movie. It did. Like, like Valentine's Day. Even though it's not directed New by... New Year's Day. Uh, uh, just just wait. We got more Love Actually coming up. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, okay. let's, let's get into that because th- th- there's some people that discuss it in more depth than just, quote, don't at me, Chelsea White. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I have no... No strong opinions about well, that, actually. Well, get ready. <laughs> Buckle up. Okay. There's some strong opinions. Um, actually, let's move on. on on that note. We're going to now go to um, uh, Jamie, Elise, and Tanya. Jamie, of course, the uh, art director over at The Very Warm and my fantabulous girlfriend. Uh, Elise, uh, the co-host of our sister podcast, Speaking of Carrie, and a phenomenal actor. And Tanya, who works over at Michael Kors. I'm just trying to give people background so they... I, I just love the, the the Jamie one is like a very warm, my fantabulous girlfriend. I was like, is she a warm, fantabulous... I know what she is. I know Her the company, company is, is called, called The, the very, very Warm. She is the art director of an outerwear design. I know. It's just the way the, the run-on sentence kind of made okay. it seem like a very warm... She's Fantastic. a very warm girlfriend too. It's oh, fine. She's right. a lovely person. What are you trying to say? Anyway, here, here are three of my favorite ladies in the world. So the sexy answer right now is to say Die Hard, which is a great movie, and yes. I, I like it a lot as a holiday movie. But I like Family Man. Okay. Oh, Cage. All right. It's I just I I don't know that I have anything <laughs> articulate. I just it's it feels modern enough, but it's got that sort of magic edge, but. But it's 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 just this kind of realistic feeling about this flawed but not villainous person who is in in a life that he he just walked into and and he walks a different direction. He gets the chance to walk a different direction and it changes him. I think I watched it on TV with my mom one year, and uh, I watched it with Tanya on New Year's Eve two year two, uh, Christmas Eve two years ago. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, you were out of town, and Tony and I were in town. <laughs> the the uh, amount of sadness that I mean, just no, washed okay. over Elise's face. No, Elise, it's okay. Sorry, Elise, we betrayed you. Elise, welcome yeah. back to the studio uh, of our sister podcast, Speaking of Carrie. Speaking of Carrie. Speaking of Carrie, welcome back. Uh, favorite holiday film, Go. So I use almost like Christmas movies as like therapy. Like, what do I need this year? Um, most years it was Elf. I love Will Ferrell. Uh, that's a given about me. I just, and like, I was in high school when Elf came out. I think I was like a sophomore or like a junior. And then it was my mom's birthday coming up in November. And then we all went to see Elf. And like my family was together for the last time. <laughs> we all went and saw Elf. <laughs> and then went to like our favorite restaurant. And I was like, life's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> wow, that went really dark. Mul Ferrell has kept my brother and my mother and I together. He is our staple. Literally, this year, we're going to go see Holmes and Sherlock on Christmas Day. There you go. Because that's how the only way we can relate through each other is through fucking Will Ferrell. Tanya, follow that. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to win, everyone. Okay. I'm going to win Christmas. Love, actually. Whoa. <laughs> I know. I heard previously someone else spoke about this, how it was the worst movie I disagree. It is a great movie. It has like all the love you need, all the like the songs, like the music. It has like the multiple like stories going on. So like you don't get bored. There's like so many things going on. There's like different ages. There's like different like feelings of like what's happening. I don't know. I think it's so cute. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be crying. (laughs) I want to feel like love is something possible in my life. All right. I hate being this guy, but I, I love that like um, you need multiple stories to not to stop being bored. I'm like, what do you like doing normal movies? <laughs> like, no, I mean, well, no, but there are Lord of the Rings must have been hell for this person. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I uh, so what are the choices there? It was uh, it was we have uh, Family Man, 
Now, I for some reason in my brain, I thought this was uh, a Gore Verbinski, a film. Gore Verbinski film, which was the Wither Man, which yes. is the Gore Verbinski film, also with Nicolas Cage. But Family Man is basically kind of like an updated version of A Christmas Carol, yeah. also an updated version of It's a Wonderful Life, right? Yeah. But with Nicolas Cage, directed by Brett Ratner. Yep. Um, I have not seen it. I, uh, I have not seen it. I saw it again forever ago, and yeah. I, when when Jamie brought it up, I I didn't I didn't have much to say because I I don't remember it. But right. uh, but uh, I, it's it's always interesting that the I love finding out people's sort of favorite holiday films because now I will go back and watch it. Like I will go and figure out. Like I I want to see why. Uh, Even with the Ratner at the helm, I, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know why it is my girlfriend's favorite Christmas movie. Okay, fair um, enough. Fair enough. And so and then obviously Elise with her uh, heartwarming slash sad story about Elf. Yep. Uh, Elf. That's sec- that's the second vote for Elf. I, I gotta I gotta watch Elf. I guess we're down keeping to watch Elf. score. Yeah. Uh, keeping families together and of course Tanya with love actually. Um, something I really um, enjoy about Tanya and people with Tanya's disposition mm-hmm. is look I don't like love actually okay. but oh really. I don't really like it. Uh, it's funny the things that Tanya found interesting and like the, the multiple storylines that kept her sort of invested throughout. I found as distractions, and right. I didn't like the structure of it, even beyond the cheesiness of it. Right. Um, but I love that the holidays uh, can really go two <laughs> different ways for people. It can be a time of depression where you feel like a crushing obligation to do the right things by your family or friends, or it can actually. You know, especially when you're younger, but also if you can just power through, be a real hopeful time and like a time of sort of re- revival and resuberance and sort of uh, resuberance. That's, that's uh, <laughs> resolve and resuberance. Yeah. Um, <coughs> you knew what I meant. Uh, so I really appreciate that Tanya brought up Love Actually in a positive note because it is a positive film, and right. it and it does. It, it does give you the idea that love uh, can can love truly actu- exist. Love actually, love exi- actually exists. I look. I, I know love actually has become like. Uh, uh, there's a lot of think pieces written about love actually right now in terms of like whether it actually represents love in a way that that is meaningful, or whether it represents love in a way that is uh, trite and um, uh, somewhat superficial. Especially the uh, the famous sort of uh, card holding scene with uh, with a uh, man from The Walking Dead, Andrew. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Lincoln, yeah. Andrew Lincoln, yeah, uh, and Kira Knightley. Um, I, I, you know, what? I just have no strong opinions about that movie, having only seen it the one time. Um, I remember the Bill Nighy story uh, where he uh, acknowledges that he's gay mm-hmm. uh, and hasn't been able to acknowledge that uh, his entire life. I remember that being kind of like affecting at the time. Yeah. Um, but again, I you know I, I saw it so long ago. I, I, I wonder if it would hold up uh, or whether I would fall in line with all the think pieces of like suggesting that this is actually not a good uh, not a good representation of love. Well, everyone should email us at onlymoviepodcast at gmail or add us at onlymoviepod on Twitter and tell us what you think of love. Actually. Who directed Love Actually? It's it's one of the it's Richard Curtis who I do like. I you know Richard Curtis gets a bad rap as being sort of. Uh, uh, overly sentimental, but 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 <laughs> I not not as bad of a rap as Brett Ratner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, but he wrote um, uh, he wrote a movie that I I'm just trying, I'm, I'm going back to the, the do it just go down uh, to the machine. God, no, it's not Bridget. Uh, he he wrote I like Notting Hill. And did he write Four Weddings? Yes, I love Four Weddings. Okay, and a funeral. I, I I adore Four Weddings. All right. Um, so you know, well, well, carrying along <laughs> with, is, that, with that, me. with that number yeah. four. Now we're going to we're going to up the number of friends in the room. She here. Oh wow. Okay, we're going to Becky, Matt, uh, Sammy, and Joe. 
and uh, they have very, very different holiday films from one another. Check this out. All right, hit me. I have a tendency every Christmas to rewatch all the Harry Potter movies. Okay. Normally around Thanksgiving, I would just put one on in the background, and then suddenly I was like, I want to watch them all now. And then I would just go through the whole series through Christmas. Is there anything about them? I'm going to try to tie this to the holidays, Sammy. I'm really going to try. Okay, so many movies. Joe, help me out here, because we normally watch them together. I mean, there's a lot of fireplaces and, <laughs> and snow, and wooden and houses and, and people it, chatting. And yes, and it's so pleasant and sure. it's escapism and it's sure. sort of like, I just want to disappear into this world. Okay, all right. You, you, they bring comfort. Okay, moving on. Matt, favorite holiday film? Uh, favorite holiday film has to be the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that is my favorite holiday film of all time. I had that on, on VHS as, as, as a kid. I'm pretty sure I watched it like 50 times. I own it so. on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> We've had the writer of that film on this very podcast. Randy Cornfield. Yeah. he's awesome. And I just remember all the names of the reindeer because Arnold Schwarzenegger has that scene where he's like trying to race Sinbad down the street to this radio station. Like, he's like chanting... Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. And that's why I know all of the reindeer names because of that scene. As you've just proved. All right, Becky, top that. <laughs> I cannot. No, yes, you can. If anyone can. Well, I, I, I want to say Love Actually, but uh, really what I've watched more at Christmas is going to be Die Hard. The first yeah. one. Yeah. It's Which a beautiful rated, Christmas like, number movie. number four on holiday, top holiday movies. It's a great holiday movie. All right, Joseph. Okay, this is not a Christmas movie. It's more about when it came out and when it was released and how it makes me feel. Fellowship of the Ring is All the right. movie I watch every Christmas. I, I didn't know if anybody remembers when it came out, but it really, it really was every like December 20th. And we all went to the movies together, and it was just very much part of Christmas for about three years. And now it's just... It's, I, watched it, I, watched it every, I watched it every Christmas. So as soon as Sammy said Harry Potter, I 100% understood what you mean. It's got nothing to do with the f- content of the film itself. I like the fireplaces analogy. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with that. It's got to because I completely understood this. Yeah, it's to do with the fact that the, those movies came out during Christmas. Sure, and so a Christmas tradition for a lot of people for like eight years was that was, was to go to the Harry Potter movies after you've had the meal or whatever. And it's so interesting the the cultural. God, how it, because culture's moving quickly now, obviously, more quickly, I feel like, than it ever has before, thanks, yeah. Internet, yeah. Um, for good or bad. And now, things like that, a, a film mm. series that has eight iterations that, mm. that can become like a cultural phenomenon around the holidays. Right, yeah. Uh, that has nothing to do with the holidays. I mean, Lord of the Rings, the, what Joe said, is a similar beast only for three years, but... I think I think Star Wars had the opportunity to do that, but they didn't release a film this year. Right. But like Star Wars was kind of getting to this thing where they were releasing a film every Christmas. Yeah. Um, and uh, I understood. Uh, and sorry, apologies on the names, but the last, the Englishman. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> uh, Joe, who I have met, by the way. <laughs> um, uh, I totally understood the thing with the Fellowship of the Rings. The same. It's the same principle, which is that the movies would come out on Christmas, so you would go on Christmas Day to see that film. Uh, fun fact: I'm in the third one. We everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows now. Have we? Have we t- have We've I... talked about it so much. Really? I thought we just talked about the Black Power Ranger thing. No, we we talked about that too. I bring up that one more because I I love that <laughs> right, one too. Right. You bring I... up you bring up uh, the things you bring up. <laughs> <laughs> much like if it's anything, I'm sure. I love horrible. how you have like an amazing memory for this, but not for other things. I just I I don't know anything <laughs> I can do to shame you. No, yeah. you bring up this and the wait. Actually, did you teach film school? Uh, no. Oh. 
That's an entire that's an entire myth. Okay. That's an entirely made up fake news. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then also of course uh, Becky and Matt. Uh, Matt, of course, you, you when we were listening to it, you were like, "There's no wrong answer," but but you did the right answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I was like, I love how Matt kind of like, "Fuck yeah!" I was like, "There's no wrong answer." <laughs> But if you say this, you win all but, the points. But hey, listen, us Matt's got to stick together, and then of course, obviously, Becky with with Die Hard is is it's a- so. There's a fun controversy around Die Hard every year. They've done this year. They've done that trailer, which basically leans into the fact that it's a Christmas movie. I think we. I, I can't remember. We had this conversation. Maybe I went the other way on this when we talked about it. I don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. 100 percent a Christmas movie. But it has. Because because I think I wanted to find a paradigm for like what defines a Christmas movie, but it but 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 superficially it is a Christmas movie. I like for me a Christmas movie has to be about the spirit of humanity around that time of year. Whereas I think that is a movie which takes place in that time of year. I think there is one. That's one aspect or read of Christmas. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think, think it's wrong. Or I, right. I, I, yeah. I know. I'm saying, but like for instance, if you want to look at things like. The, the, there's two things that need to make it sort of a, 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 to make a film a Christmas film. One, it has to take place during the holiday. The, Die Hard does that. It's at a Christmas party. So there you go. Right. Two, there needs to be something um, of a um, uh, hopeful or positive thing having to do with family or having to do with uh, preservation or something along the lines, which a lot of action films tend to have anyway. Now, granted, Die Hard is about reconnecting with his family in a weird-ass fucking way around the holidays at a Christmas party in Nakatomi Plaza that is taken over by Hans Gruber and his merry band of terrorists. Mm-hmm. The... And also, and, 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 here's, and, and here's the other thing, too. Hans's plan is pure capitalism and not ideology, which is exactly what Christmas has turned into. So I can... I, I, I love you. you you're like, I, I've nailed this movie. I really have. Uh, there's no wrong answer, but there's definitely a right one, and I just did it. No, so I, I, I love the conversation because I do love talking about it. I just think I'm right. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think great choices all around for that group of friends. Uh, moving on, we have Nick, Will, Colin, and Kristen. So Nick and Kristen have been on the show before. Nick Parker and Kristen oh, fight. Yeah, 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 uh, they've been on the show a couple <laughs> different times. I said uh, that, yeah, of course. I was texting Nick just last week. Oh, there you go. Um, how's he doing? I know. I just saw him. Uh, they were on the Warcraft episode and uh, a couple of others. And also uh, Will Temper, who uh, is a fantastic comedian. Who's never been on the show. Uh, who has never been on the show. No, he has. Have Hasn't he? he? No, I don't think so. I think he has. Not with me. Oh, maybe he did covered uh, the other thing. But uh, Will, um, he uh, is a fantastic, he has a fantastic um, UCB team. Uh, he also, uh, named Garlic Jackson, he also uh, is releasing his first short film shortly. Oh, cool. uh, he and his team did a, a, a film called My Fr- Our, Our Friend Died. Okay. And it's a comedy, <laughs> uh, short film. He's sending it to festivals right now. And uh, Colin Nichols, who is a fantabulous human being who also works in fashion. Um, yeah, here we go. Here are their favorite holiday films. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw out Claymation Christmas out there. Okay. So literally, it's every Christmas story possible done as clay, like in Claymation. So you have like... The Raisinettes from back in the day from the 90s commercial, they have a segment on being the three wise men. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, with complete musical number. All right. Um, you also have uh, a whole segment with like Rudolph. You have a whole segment that's supposed to be kind of the Jewish iteration of things. So it's something that we always had on VHS that we had to watch every day. I think it came out in the 80s. I'm sure it originally. did. <laughs> it sounds as um, though it did. But had I just remember vividly this like one raisin that had the deepest soulful voice that just like took over 
the fucking whole entire thing. All right. Um, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Claymation yeah. Christmas. Will. Hello. Hi. Hi, buddy. Hi. I know your answer, but I want to hear you say it. <laughs> so my favorite Christmas film is the 1974 holiday classic <laughs> Black Christmas. Uh, probably, in my opinion, one of the best horror movies ever made. And it sort of started the um, Stalker franchise, which everyone thinks Halloween did. But Black Christmas predates Halloween by four years. Black Christmas is also directed by Bob Clark, who directed A Christmas Story. So there you go. Very much a Christmas film. Wow. Um, v spooky. V fun. <laughs> We got Margot Kidder. We got Cara Julia. We got Olivia Hussey. Some of your favorites. <laughs> he um, just did the sh- double shakas I, when he said favorites. No, that's, that's um. That's not shakas. That's uh, that's uh. Surf's up. That's yeah, uh. Surf's hang that's loose. a shaka. Yeah. Oh, not shocker. Okay, yeah. I shaka. did think that that's what you said. <laughs> no, yes, he wasn't doing double that. shockers. I wasn't doing double shockers, everybody. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But you know what? I also got to say, I enjoyed this year's 2018's Christmas film, Ben is Back, which takes place entirely on New- uh, Christmas Eve. Okay. All right. Kristen. Well, this is a perfect segue because mine is a Christmas story. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Okay, but let me tell you why. Because this is... this is <laughs> No. Yes, for, for non-obvious reasons. This is a debate in my household every mm. year because half of my family loves it and half of my family hates it. And it's really funny to watch with both sides. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's something nostalgic about it. I love that it's uh, the marathon movie classic of TBS and, and cable. Yeah. And it's just got so many great lines. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I love it. My my dad likes to complain that the, the dad in the Christmas story is way too old to be Ralphie's dad and the casting is terrible. But I think it makes it great. All right. Nick Parker, bring us home, buddy. Okay, uh, mine's actually Inglorious Bastards. It's not a holiday <laughs> film, but I, I I watch it every Christmas, and I have it playing on repeat. Can I ask you why? Yes. So whenever it first came out, I fell in love with it, and then uh, my parents were watching, you know, TBS, whatever. Very funny stuff that plays what Christmas story. Yeah, yeah. Christmas All that story stuff that on plays TBS over and over. And I was like, hey, I don't want to watch this. Can I put on something else? Like, yeah, sure. And I put on Glorious Bastards, and then it just started happening over and over and when it was done I would just replay it full circle I, but on, I mean yes I love you know a nightmare before Christmas but this is something that every Christmas it, it, it's on so it's you <laughs> I'm, I'm not making so it up you. either I'm I, not making no, it up I like, know no a hundred percent you're not making it up this is entirely on Nick Parker's brand this <laughs> the only way this could be more on brand for you is if we had a Yeti logo across your answer <laughs> like that's, Rumblemans was casually Rumblemans, uh, brought to you by Rumblemans and Yeti <laughs> Nick Parker with <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Yeti is a cooler brand that uh, Nick Parker has bought almost everything from and tweets at them so much that they literally added back him saying, we see you, Nick Parker. What's your address so we can send you free stuff? Oh, really? They sent him so much nice stuff. This is like, a, it's like the highest end cooler brand you can possibly <laughs> buy. Uh, and so if- So let that be a listen. Just to, If you want to be seen, just tweet hard. Just take three years of your life. <laughs> and retweet and comment on everything that a corporation, uh, and they'll eventually send I, you I some free it. hats. We see you. So what? Were, uh, uh, what I just want to call out one thing there is Bob Clark, who was mentioned twice in that uh, in that uh, little run there with yep. the Christmas story and. Um, uh, Black Christmas. Two Bob Clark films yep. I have not seen. Really? I have not seen A Christmas Story. How is that 
impossible. Because a Christmas story has not uh, penetrated New Zealand the way it has America. You have to watch that film. I do have to watch it. I'm very aware of it because when I came to America uh, the first time as a college student it, around Christmas, everyone was like talking about it and watching it. And I had a friend that looked like Ralphie and they oh were like, God. and everyone was making fun of him and I didn't understand why. Um, uh, so I will have to watch it one day. But I, I it, that, that film I know is a big deal here. Sure. Absolutely did not make an impression wow. in New Zealand. Wow. Um, so I have wow. not uh, seen that. But the, the reason I want to call out Bob Clark is he made one of my favorite legal films, uh, a film called From the Hip, which I talked about on our O.J. Simpson episode. It was like that film made me want to be a lawyer. Uh, well, apparently I, not was, hard enough. No, I didn't follow through. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it made me like not lazy. Oh, oh see, there you go. <laughs> uh, but it made me want to think about being a lawyer okay. at least. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so Black Christmas. Yeah, we did talk about Black Christmas on our Halloween episode. Yes, because uh, it does predate Halloween as the stalker uh, film. Uh, before then, uh, and what were the other choices there? Oh, uh, uh, and then Claymation Christmas, which I have seen once back in the day. It was, seen, I think I've seen little bits and pieces. It was a television uh, film, I believe. If, I've seen, if not, I've, I've seen, seen it on television. It, I've seen the raisin, uh, the raisin yeah. thing. Yeah, the California raisins. Yeah, um, I've I've seen bits of that. Man, that's from the time when Claymation was like coming into the mainstream and and just. In, intensely terrifying. Like yeah. the claymation was never like it was impressive, but it was like always felt melty. Yeah, uh, it wasn't all just stop motion. It was literal clay. So uh, okay, uh, yeah, I think I, I definitely remember it. I, I'm surprised with claymation. No one has said the nightmare before Christmas. Uh, uh, someone uh, mentioned it uh, briefly. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Parker Parker mentioned it. I right, think he right. said he loved Nightmare Before Christmas. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm surprised that 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 is the claymation movie to go to. But then I, I remember. Uh, I think someone t- talked about like what is the the I, I read this somewhere this week about like what is the the most embodiment of Christmas uh, in a film and the the someone mentioned the Community Christmas episode which goes into claymation. Um, oh, nice. Uh, which I think embodies the spirit of Christmas. I think there was something you said before about Die Hard being definitely a Christmas movie, and I and I'm kind of like fifty fifty on that. But I you know like I, as we were doing this, I was on Twitter. You know, not because I'm not paying attention to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I was on Twitter while we were talking, and someone tweeted a photo of uh, Eyes Wide Shut uh, re- rebranded as a Christmas film. And I was like, oh, yeah. So, like, that is the entire. Like, would we call Eyes Wide Shut a Christmas movie? I haven't seen it in so long. I can't. I can't. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so funny. It's, it's Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise tied up with a ribbon looking all wholesome. Yeah, back to back, Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut takes place on Christmas. It is about the rejuvenation of a relationship on Christmas. Uh, admittedly, it is very sexually explicit and is directed by one Stanley Kubrick. Um, I mean, but I, would you call that a Christmas movie? I, the way you've described it, absolutely. Really? Yeah, because it meets my criteria. N- yeah, but see, that's why I think your criteria fails. Is that is that it's you not? You can't tell me my criteria fails. Why? It's what I think a Christmas movie is. Oh, so your criteria is entirely subjective. I mean, everyone's technically so is. So I can't be obje- I can't. I can't critique your criteria. You can have your own criteria. So, but I can't critique your. Oh, criteria. sure, you can critique it. Sure, okay, I think it. your criteria fails because I don't think just being on Christmas is the definition of. But uh, also, it's about the rejuvenation of a relationship. I, I don't think Eyes Wide Shut is a Christmas movie, and I don't think Die Hard is a Christmas but, movie. But but you just said that there was about two things. That I I love that 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 someone has interpreted it this way. But but I I'll have I to think go back and watch it. I don't <laughs> want to have like a super strong argument for it because I don't remember a ton yeah. of it. Uh, but what for, just the description you said that, fits that, my premise. Yeah, it fits your premise because that. But I'm just pulling out the things that that say. But if you watch that film, I don't think you watch that. I don't think anyone watches that film and goes, "This is a Christmas movie." It, but if it is about the things that you said. You really need to watch it. Uh, I, 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 I watch that again. But I, I, I think, I think what I'm saying is you're, you're saying that just by, uh, 
um, just by period of the film defines it as a Christmas movie. And I, I, I think I no, think it's more that's substantive. Not, that's than not what I'm saying. Yeah. It has to. That's one, one of the two yeah. things. It's, and it's, I don't, it's I don't time think Die Hard is also, substantive about Christmas. But I think it is because it, it involves things. This, this is this mm. is the weird crux of it all. Yeah, is. A lot of films, a lot of films, and a lot of heroic stories or or stories about connecting again with loved ones, let's just say, as a very broad sense, mm-hmm. would fit the criteria of being a Christmas movie because that's a very Christmas or holiday-esque theme right. if they took place during Christmas. that So, like, it's, it's the two things that make it. It's not just one. For instance, right. if Die Hard, if it was a New Year's party... Yeah. It wouldn't be a Christmas movie, even though well, I would do... it be a New Year's movie then? I, but New Year's isn't about family values. I mean, if it took place on Easter, would it be an Easter movie then? Easter See, is I, also I, not about family. Like, yeah, it is. Easter is about like the rejuvenation of the family. Easter is about the resurrection of Christ. Yeah. So, and about is it though? And, it's and about, about chocolate Christmas. eggs and a bunny. So this is what I'm saying is I I, I don't look. When people say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, I'm not like saying no, it's not a Christmas movie. You what just I'm, did. I'm saying is that if we're going to define Christmas movie and have a conversation about Christmas movies, I think that it needs to me. If we're going to say it's my own criteria, that the substantive thing is that it needs to be about the spirit of Christmas. And I, I, and I, I agree. Think, I, I agree with that criteria. Yeah. I think it meets it. You think it doesn't. I don't think Die Hard is specifically about that. I think the the aspects of John McClane's journey and understanding how important his family is to him is about that. It's the same thing as It's a Wonderful Life. It's just told in a fucking destructive skyscraper. <laughs> I, I'm going to disagree, but <laughs> I'm going to disagree All right, well, let's, pretty heavily on that's that. That's fine. But, but, but when people say Die Hard is the greatest Christmas movie ever, I'm not going to like say... You also, know. go back and listen to our Die Hard episode. That was. A I lot may of fun. have said you know, Die Hard is a Christmas movie on that episode. Maybe. Just, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, we got one more group of friends. All right. Uh, we got Spencer. This is so good. I, I I don't have any friends, so this is like a good surrogate <laughs> way to living vicariously. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, Matt, Isabel, and Steve uh, taking us home. Stephen Buja, of course, of Oscar Watch, and my old co-host on Same Night Movie Review. Uh, let's just let's let's have them all take us magically. Wait, I, 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 wanna, I wanna guess what Steve's I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess okay. and say that Steve's is it's a wonderful life. Okay. Or a Christmas story. Okay, here we go. At the bodies at the <laughs> Well, we started with drowning pool. Um but Merry Merry Christmas, happy holidays, uh, happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa. Everybody, we are back. Eid Mubarak, just kidding, that was, yeah, that was no, weeks ago. Why not? Don't worry about it. Uh, we are here with more friends at the Christmas party. Matt, Isabel, Spencer, Steve. Hey. Welcome, Hi. everyone. Hi. What's Hail up? We're talking favorite holiday films. Now, I just want to lay this out there for people. Um, people have picked some films that I would not consider holiday films, but they've then defended them with traditions where I am like, okay, it passes. I just want to put that out there in your minds. Yeah. If you do put something out that is not a traditional holiday movie, that's fine, but be prepared to defend that to the death. Uh, I defend oh, everything to the death to the... because I do not care about my life. That's fair. That's fair. You're, you're, <laughs> we're gonna get to you, Matt. Let's start. Let's start over here, buddy. I guess the only um, <coughs> like traditional holiday movie I have is Elf. At this point, all right. We uh, we Ferrell. watch it several times every December, uh, and several it just times. keeps on getting better. All right, moving on. <laughs> you're uh, right, Well, I would have to say. Uh, well, Elf. And uh, my other two favorites are Holiday Inn and Christmas in Connecticut, which both are from the 
40s, 50s. Okay. Yeah. Holiday Inn is a, uh, it's starring Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. And uh, Christmas in Connecticut, slightly less well known, but uh, it's about a soldier who starves and then goes and lives in a woman's home who's pretending to be, uh, you know, Martha Stewart and uh, is actually a writer who has never cooked or cleaned a day in her life. Oh. And uh, she falls Sounds in love like with him, writer. but she's actually engaged to another dude. And uh, she has a fake baby and play with a cow this is a TV together. Show. Yeah. Christmas in Connecticut sounds a lot more involved. Well, we, we... Oh, it's definitely not. <laughs> 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 All right, Spencer, hit us. I'm going to say The Strangers. Okay. Uh, Why? Okay, so my sister and I, every Christmas, we just watch sci-fi and horror films all day long. And I like The Strangers in particular because it's so horrifying and uh, so possible. And I think it's really important that even on Christmas Day or any other major bank or religious holiday, okay. we remember that it could still happen now. <laughs> This could Are be you the talk, day. You're literally talking about like home invasion and murder. Yes, could happen at any point. Into, yes, three people break into Have you seen a home cabin alone? and they. I, yeah, yeah. Why not pick <laughs> Home Alone, Spencer? Because nobody Same dies. Movie. All right, that is well. They, but uh, but all fairness, <laughs> questionable. They should die. Like they a lot of those dead. things should have killed them. They would very much in yeah. real life. Uh, Kevin is a murderer. Yeah, yeah. Will, Kevin will, is uh, the guy from is Jigsaw. I believe. Kind yeah, of. Kevin, yeah, yeah, no, I have, I've always said this, and people are always down my throat about it. I'm like, how is Home Alone not a, how, a, a Saw prequel? Steve, <laughs> take us home, buddy. <laughs> my favorite Christmas movie is a, it's a very short film called The Snowman. It's an animated movie. Oh. Uh, you, oh, Spencer! That. Spencer's very excited I about this. One. Yeah, it's this uh, story of this little boy who makes a snowman, who, snowman comes to life. And this they, is not Frosty. This is not Frosty. Okay. It is a silent film. It has a musical interlude that is one of the greatest musical interludes in, in cinema history. Okay. According, uh, this is my opinion. According, according to you. And, yeah, according to me. <laughs> and uh, the boy, the snowman comes to life. They have adventures. They fly to the North Pole. They meet Santa. And it's actually touching and also sad at the end. Right. I really like it. It's a quick... Because they all die? Well, the snowman... Well, Spoiler alert, folks! Snowman melts at the end because oh, that's wow. what snowmen, yeah. snowmen do. Yeah. yeah. Well, Frosty doesn't though because he's a lich. It, that's yeah, is that, a is, lich. that is that is quite true. Yeah. Yeah. Where 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 are the where are the hearts? This is a soul soul. Uh, I mean, look, there could be a lot uh, of different places. Whatever. whatever. No, but, uh, the, yeah. no, the snowman is a, it's a lovely thing. I think you can even find it on YouTube for free. It's a heartwarming movie. Not for the snowman until and the end. It's important, I think, also to remember that life can be a beautiful and enriching experience, even if you know that you're gonna melt soon. I think it makes it more beautiful. <laughs> and on that note... Way to bring it down. We're all gonna melt soon. <laughs> That's true. Happy holidays, everybody! <laughs> Christmas. Thank you, everybody, Christmas. for coming and sharing. Thank you. Happy yeah. holidays. Happy holidays.
we all melt down here. Yeah. Join us, won't you? <laughs> so I was 100% wrong on Stephen Buja's choice, which is a really good choice. I really like his choice there. Uh, yeah. I think uh, I would have, it would have been really interesting if he picked the uh, the Thomas Alfredison uh, film, The Snowman. I know. We, was, there's a part that I actually cut out of this because it went on too long where well, we go down that rabbit hole. Oh, I would have been, been curious if that was the case. Yeah. No, some in, uh, really interesting choices there. So uh, run, run them back by me again. Just so, so, we, uh, just so we have it, we have Spencer's as the Strangers because, of course, Spencer's is the strangers. Uh, <laughs> the third one for Elf, making Elf our champion. If we are having, there's uh, no right answer, but here but, are but all apparently the Elf has all the points. Isabel had Holiday <laughs> Inn and Christmas in Connecticut, some 1940s <laughs> specials. Though she did kind of give that half vote to Elf as well. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and then Steve did the Snowman. Yeah, yeah. So uh, interesting choice indeed. I think, and I think they highlight the the most important part, especially with the stranger, uh, strangers. Uh, that uh, Christmas, you know, like your your Christmas movie is your Christmas movie, no yeah. matter what. It is, yeah. and so um, uh, you know, uh, there's a funny story about the strangers, which is that uh, it has this sort of big thing slapped on it. It's based on a true story. Yep. Um, but the true story part is someone just knocked on their door in the middle of the night and then went away. Yeah. And so you know, it was extrapolated. So th- there's a very loose true story. Part a home invasion has happened in the past. Yeah, but and not therefore, this, but not to this person, right. And didn't not in this way or anything like that. No, but um, so yeah, I think I think where we come out on this is. Kevin McAllister is Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Definitely Kevin McAllister grows up to be Jigsaw. Let's play a game. Yeah. Um, but uh, your Christmas movie is your Christmas movie, yeah. right? Like, it's just the movie you like around the holiday period. Or your holiday movie itself. And this is the other thing, too. A lot of these, I mean, I think almost all of them are actually Christmas films, with the exception of maybe the Claymation one, even though it's called the Claymation Christmas, but they have some Hanukkah stuff. I think stuff. The Strangers is, is the non-Christmas No, no. And, well, I mean, Lord of the Rings and, and Harry, Harry Potter, Potter, too. But yeah. I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the other Yule, like, Winter souls mid midwinter holiday things i'm trying to think of like is there a, a, a famous hanukkah film is there a famous uh, the only one that comes to mind right now is 12 days of hanukkah which was uh which was the adam sandler comedy oh yeah yeah uh, animated um, comedy kwanzaa or any of the any of the sort of uh of the solstice holidays too i, I i'm wondering i'm wondering if there's and and why that hasn't uh i uh, well I'm, i mean I was, I, I, the, the reason probably is that christmas is the most commercially viable. And that's you know, you know that's where I was going to kind of yeah. get to. The, the, and I want to make that very clear. Uh, I think everyone who's mm. listened to the the show in the past knows at least my religious mm. affiliation is uh, none. Um, is Kwanzaa? Uh, no, no. But the, <laughs> the 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 reason obviously that I glom on to Christmas is because I did uh, is is twofold, and it's the reason why I think Jingle All the Way is the best Christmas film is because it's about naked consumerism, and that is what. Uh, this holiday has turned into right, uh, and and Christmas itself, even the Christian or Catholic Christmas, is just pe- bits and pieces of older religions that it took to help convert pagans away from their th- like it. The whole thing is a wash. Yeah. So so I like looking at Christmas as uh, a non-religious entity in my eyes. Right. Um, uh, and, and now I just want to transition into one other side thing, which there's been a lot of, obviously, of course, the, quote, war on Christmas uh, <laughs> shit. I don't think there has ever been a war there on Christmas. There has never been a war on Christmas. Uh, people that get, uh, for, for lack of a better term, I'll say butthurt about yeah. saying happy holidays are fucking assholes. Uh, it's like, just be nice to people and Mm. say nice stuff, you dummies. Like, look at your fucking religion. Anyway, um... Uh, sorry, tangent. I got heated. <laughs> yeah, you did get heated. I'm. I'm I just had to, to leave the room. Yeah, no, yeah, back. no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This was a fun exercise. I, I'm very glad we didn't watch a film and we got to have all of our friends talk about them instead. I'm just gonna mention one other film, which was 
Uh, obviously, my quote at the beginning, which I which I hope you've emailed us in and, and, and told us what what it was. Um, but but my quote was from Batman Returns, ah. and and I think uh, I think there is something warm about uh, Batman Returns as a Christmas movie. But it also goes against exactly what I said about Die Hard, which is I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a Christmas movie. But I think it, it it makes me it conjures the feeling of me watching it at Christmas. And isn't that you just said a Christmas movie could be anything that makes your own Christmas yeah. movie? So that, that what we've learned that actually ties the, into my thesis. No, no. Here's the Christmas miracle of this episode. Oh, Shahir is a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the Christmas miracle. It's every the t- greatest gift you could have ever given me. Yeah, I know. Any, every time you hear Shahir say something wrong, an angel gets its wings. Uh, well, not wrong. I don't think anything you say is wrong. I just, you know, it, there's also other versions. It's just of it. like your opinion, man. Yeah, like whatever, man. I watched the bit. You know, you you were like, I, I, you didn't like the Big Lebowski. And no, I, I, I never mm. said that. I said I just don't. I don't get the the hype train behind it. I think it's a good film. I watched it again recently. I, I could make that my Christmas movie. I. Love Love that. All right. So much. Do I, it. Watched, I watched it again recently. It's so good. Do it. You won't. I will. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for indulging us on this lovely uh, holiday thing. I, I I just wanted to put out a little extra something uh, with with everybody just to sort of, I mean, as a, as a weird mini, if you care, thank you for your year of listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just one extra thing. Um, explain yourself, bro. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just I wanted, to, I wanted to do a little Are extra thing. I'm not crying. You're crying. Is there a single tear coming out of one eye? Listen, there was a couple tears coming out for Spider Verse, but not this episode. Uh, Anyway, if uh, you know what I'd love though is uh, if you could write us in with your Christmas choices, and and here's what I want: I don't want to hear Elf. Uh, I want you to take your Elf. We get it. You like Elf? Elf one. I don't. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about Love Actually. Can take your love actually, walk out the door, write a sign about it. Okay. What I want to hear is your strangest Christmas movies. I, I like, like the idea. Like the strangers. Like the strangers. <laughs> I want, and like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I want to hear about those movies that should never be watched during Christmas. If you are watching Pasolone Salo during Christmas, the Cremaster Cycle. The Cremaster Cycle, exactly. I want to hear about the weird shit that you're watching during Christmas. The, or, the original Dune film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> David, yeah. Any day, you should be watching any David Lynch movie during Christmas, okay? No, I want to I hear about the weird things that you've watched during Christmas. Porn doesn't count. Uh, onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at onlymoviepod. Yeah. Although, is there a Christmas porn movie? They must be. There, uh, is there a Christmas there porn movie? There is a Santa movie? thing, right? SantaCon was just on. Fuck SantaCon, by really? the way. The, well, the, 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 the event, SantaCon, I have huge problems with. Really? Uh, it's just because you're taking a, an image of childhood and turning it into a fucking drunken asshole. Like, but isn't just, that the subversive quality of, of SantaCon? Like, that's the point. It's, but people are literally putting on a children's costume in order to justify them being dicks. And it's just, it's fucking terrible. I what think about good, the good people that go to SantaCon? There are no good people that go to SantaCon. <laughs> you hear it here first. If you, if you are a SantaCon uh, One visitor, time, it's you're not a terrible the, it's person. Not the, you're, yes. And also, the... Uh, for the, Jamie and I were coming back from a party in Jersey on the bus uh, during the day SantaCon was happening, and we had the whole back of the bus was probably full of the the most drunk, useless people I've ever sort of seen. Uh, it was it was terrible. Uh, that, I hate SantaCon. You know, the funny thing is that day I, we were walking through Harlem, and uh, I was carrying my son who'd fallen asleep, and he was wearing a Santa hat. Uh, and so everyone was like, ah, oh, SantaCon must have been really rough on that guy. I mean, that's a funny side joke, but like, how do you feel about like if you were walking down the street and you're trying to have the myth of Santa Claus so your child can have a little bit of joy before it's ripped out of his hands when he becomes an adult and you just see Santa screaming, getting in fights, and vomiting on the sidewalk? Like, 
it's supposed I, it, to be like a childhood innocence thing, and they're they're literally like hurting children's abilities to even have that for a moment. Uh, personally, I'm not that invested in Santa okay, as fair. a concept, and I think um, I think it would actually be fun because like I like talking my son through those things. Give now, him a childhood. No, I like I like like if you see someone like stumbling around or, or something like that, I like like talking him through that. Um, that's, that's a very good parenting, actually. Uh, that's a, that's a good that's good. Uh, but uh, but well, I'm not invested in Santa. Well, this has been the only podcast except about... for Tim Allen Santa. Oh wow, that's the one we should have been talking about the Santa Claus. This has been the only podcast that has not mentioned the Santa Claus, nor was it about any film, just holiday films uh, that all of us really enjoy. Uh, Shahir, <laughs> when you are not explaining the the cultural microcosms of SantaCon to your young child, where can folks find you? Wouldn't it have been hilarious if, it, if you discovered on this th- on this episode that my secret <laughs> shame is, is literally that you just do SantaCon. I, I do Santa. I don't do Comic Con. I don't do anything. I only go to SantaCon and I get wasted. Oh, uh, that's gonna be my narrative now. <laughs> you can find me dressed as a drunk Santa, not dressed as a drunk Santa, being Santa drunk at only uh, at shahirdaud.com. That's S H A H I R D A U D dot com. Matt, when you you are not stalking down the streets uh, trying to find every drunk Santa you can to bring them to justice. Where can people find you? Uh, you can swear to me at M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-R-O-L.com for my life and works. Also, Skeletor, the number four, P-R-E-Z on Instagram or Emperor M-S-K on Twitter. Uh, also, extra credit, still doing stuff over there. Got to give one more shout out to the Krumpus episode. I'm just in love with it. The art by Joseph Maslov and the writing by Robert Rath are fantastic. If you've ever wondered how the scary stuff actually came to be during the midwinter times, it is a it is a fireside chat that you don't want to miss. And I think I mentioned it last time, but watch Rare Exports. Yes, 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 yes. All right, well, we'll be back with an actual film we're watching uh, next time, normal time. When is this episode dropping? Do this is going to be Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So we still haven't watched the movie for the next week right now. No, so we people, have not. So you can still email us in. Still email us in. We mentioned this during the Spider-Verse episode, but email us in about what movie you want us to watch, because right now we'll be on uh, our little holiday vacations. We'll be back, uh, you know, around closer time. So, uh, yeah, let us know. Don't say Aquaman. Whatever you do, don't Aquaman. Don't say Aquaman. Aquaman. I don't. I don't care one way or the other. Anyway, we'll see you later. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye.